It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Howdy, y'all. This is Bob Nightingale, America's so-called sweetheart. He says what Liam says. I'm not sure about that, but you listen to Pod and Lansdowne. How do I sound to you, Jake? You're about to... Now you sound oh. a little muffled to me. Sorry. So, yeah, we were having some technical difficulties. Uh... Before I got on? It's the new feed, I think. I think that's what it is. I don't think it Fitz, has you to sound, do... You sound crystal clear. Yeah, Perfect. that sounds great. I don't know if I just need to... Get a little up, get a little closer here. You got echo thing on Liam or some shit? How do I sound now? Mm. This is a great first impression, by the way. <laughs> Actually, making sure that we that we sound fine again. I don't think it's a. I don't think it's Liam's mic. I don't think it's his connection. It's just the fact that we're on a completely different feed now. You know, we're, we're getting used to these new living arrangements. Okay. Sure, we'll go with that. Sure, sure why not? How do, I, how do I sound now? Can I think you, you sound good enough. You sound good enough. <laughs> good enough. There's got to be a good amount of people who don't know who we are, perhaps, huh? You know, people are used to listening to oh, Over the Monster itself or the Red Seat. Well, we're the uh, we're the new show in town. We're we're uh, we're pot on Lansdowne. All right, and that's uh, we're 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 a little bit of a different uh, kind of kind of vibe over here, Jake. <laughs> Isn't that right? We we uh we're doing things a little different. We're not afraid to go there. Yeah, we're not afraid to <laughs> say that. We could. Hey, you know what? I don't know if you've ever heard a podcast uh, with with three straight white guys before, uh, which by legal definition <laughs> is Sis called cishet. <laughs> like you know how uh you know how a group of geese is called a gaggle of geese, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, a, a group of three or more white men together is called a podcast. Oh, nice! Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is Pod on Lands Out. If you aren't aware, if you are aware, you know what the deal is. I'm Casey Kochman, aka Fitz. I'm joined by Is It Over, aka Jake, as well as I have breaking, news. I have breaking news at the top right of the off show. The, 
Oh, oh God! Oh, the Athletics. Give me, give me, give me, give me. Hold on, give me, give me. Liam, The Athletics appear to be getting close to a trade of catcher Sean Murphy. The Braves are considered the front runners. Are you though, stop it, Atlanta? <laughs> though other teams remain in the mix. Hmm. Are we the mystery team? Was it us the whole time? Boston. It makes you think. Okay, well, uh, that sucks. If it's, if that, if that sucks really bad. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I'm, I'm well, sick I mean, of the fucking Braves. Well, I mean, we've talked about it before. I'm, I'm, I'm fine if they go into the season with McGuire and 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 Wong. Icing on the cake, sort of. Whatever. Yeah. That's what we said from from the get go. Yeah. If you were listening on the old on the old feed, but this is the new feed. We're we're uh, we're an over the monster joint now. Pot on land, lands good. down here. Thank you for joining us. If it's your first time, if it's your you know 12th time, if it's your infinitieth time, I, I don't know how many episodes specifically we've done, but thank you for joining us one way or the other. If you are new here, if you are confused as to what the hell is going on, because this has kind of been a, a, all over the place sort of a start, uh, Jake, give us like an elevator pitch of what Pod on Lansdowne is all about. If you had to explain to someone who had no idea what was going on here, um, what's, your, uh, what's your pitch? Well, Fitz... I'm glad you asked. That's the second straight week you've said that exact phrase. By the way, you is just, it? Yeah, you said that last week too. Well, Fitz, well, I'm always glad. To, I'm always episode. glad when you ask. That's why. There you go. Well, Fitz, I would say, like I said, we're not afraid to go there. And <laughs> if, uh, if Freeform Jazz was a Red Sox podcast, oh, that's that's way better than anything I was going to say. <laughs> there, there Let's go, go right. with that. He's got it. Jazz, something yeah. that people so no- freeform, notoriously freeform hate. Jazz. <laughs> We're like go. three Ryan Goslings in La La Land. I would say that's 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 what we are. Reed as handsome, very handsome. Yes, Ryan Gosling, yeah. the Goss God. My goodness gracious, those eyes. Jared those Goff, dreaming, dreaming. Jared Goff, that's right too. But no, glad you could join us here. Big episode on Pond and Lands Out as we make our SB Nation debut. Happy to uh, be a part of the family. Um, a lot of actual hard news, which we didn't have much of last week. We were still able to Lately. record. We were still able to make the most of it. But uh, no, we actually have concrete things to start about, to, to talk about. We can get into the you know news regarding the franchise shortstop. We can get into you know a, a podcast favorite player leaving. There's only one way we're going to start this fucking episode, though, boys. There's only one. There's only one thing we're going to start with. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is get right into it. This, this, you've waited your whole life for this. Yes, I have. (laughs) Motherfucking Chris Martin, lead singer of the best band on earth right now, Coldplay. I'll have you know, is the newest member of the Boston Red Sox, gentlemen. When the notification came in from Jeff Jeff Passon, for those who don't know, if you are new here, I am unironically a massive Coldplay fan, and I can hear people. Chuckling, probably thinking of you know the joke from the forty year old virgin or from Family Guy. You know, I, I, I've heard it all. I've heard all the criticisms <laughs> about Coldplay. Uh, you can shove it up your ass, as far as I'm concerned. They're a great band. I've seen them four times, <laughs> consistently atop my Spotify rap. They are. I, I am a diehard, diehard, diehard Coldplay fan. Love the band. So you imagine the concert over the summer. I did. Yes, I was. I, I had to go to New Jersey for it because they weren't playing. How many, how many times have you seen them? Four times. He just said four, idiot. He just said I wasn't it. listening. I wasn't listening. Yeah, I, I wouldn't blame you for not listening. I, saw I was thinking 20. about him at MetLife. <laughs> you tuned it out. He started going on his Coldplay rant and you... That's right. Most people do. If I start ranting about Coldplay, they'll just tune out, which again, I understand. Um, seen them in 2012, seen them in 16, 17. Uh, then this past June, I saw them at, uh, at MetLife Stadium on the, on the floor too. I was... A few, I was a matter like dozens of feet away from our newest relief pitcher, Chris Martin. 
when that he's Jeff Passan notification, what's that, Liam? So he's got a great voice. He's fi- voice of a fantastic voice. No one could hit fix you like him. Are you kidding me? He's fantastic. So when that passive notification came in, Missy Mopena can uh, can attest legitimately like like a loud gasp. I, I we were about to go out. We were going to go furniture shopping, and. The gasp I made, like, legitimately hurt my vocal cord. That's how loud it was. <laughs> Instantly, like, ten notifications came in, being like, oh, God, here, Fitz is going to start. <laughs> He's back on his bullshit here, because the guy who's named after the lead singer of his favorite band is on his favorite uh, baseball team now. Um, I'm going to be insufferable with this, fellas, this entire year. This is a two-year contract for Chris Martin. Um, I- I'm, g- I'm going to be such a nuisance about this. If he pans out for the Red Sox, it's the best thing that's ever happened to my brand because, uh, you know, the the, the the Red Sox Coldplay diehard fan diagram thing, it's pretty small. You know, it might even be a full-on circle. So <laughs> as the resident Coldplay guy on Red Sox Twitter, uh, I got to wear this uh, if he does well. And then if he does poorly, I don't think I'm ever going to be able to shake it. So it's really high stakes <laughs> for me. Okay, um, I don't want to rain on your parade, but I I think your, your Venn diagram analogy – was that's not how Venn diagrams work? Well, it's. It, so I guess you're right. Circle, yeah, so. it would actually be two different circles. Is is what you mean? Like, there's not too many got, people. You're with the me. only crossover. Yes. So it's just a little teeny little slither would be okay. Yes. All right. So the exact opposite of what I said. Thank you for yeah, clarifying. I just that. wanted to, you know hold to be accountable. The, 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 the new well. listeners, I we are all about accountability on this show. <laughs> True. But also, we've never been wrong. So we've never, you know, that's the other <laughs> thing. It, it, just only like I, you know, hypothetically speaking, we're we're accountable. But um, yeah. you know, people are going to talk about the the merits of this deal on the baseball diamond. I'm just, I mean, my head is racing with the possibility of puns and jokes and whatnot. I have to get a yellow Chris Martin Red Sox jersey. City Connect mm-hmm. has to yeah. happen. You know, the, the guy who wrote the song Yellow sang the song Yellow, one of their biggest songs, of course. Are and you and the team is get, a yellow jersey. Are you just going to get his full name on where the last name goes? <laughs> Chris Martin. Chris Martin. And, and here's the like thing. JD. No spaces. Yeah, right. Just like the JD. Yeah. Um, yeah. One word, Chris, Chris Martin. Um, the thing is, a perfect number for him would have been 42. Obviously, Jackie Robinson has 42 yeah, retired. I say he takes it anyway. Why not? That's one of Coldplay's best songs. Deeper cut off of Viva La Vida from 08. It's called 42. It's a fantastic track of theirs. Yeah. Um, it's great. Actual, like, no, to jo- Coldplay jokes aside, it's actually a good way to bolster the, the bullpen because Chris Martin. It's a great move. Low key. Great move. Very good pitcher. He was okay with the Cubs last year as a setup sort of a guy. Got traded uh, around the deadline or at the deadline uh, to LA. And of course, like we've said multiple times, something is in the water at Chavez Ravine uh, because this man with the Los Angeles Dar- Dodgers in 26 appearances. Get this, fellas. Ready? When we love the the uh, the plus stats, a two ninety ERA plus two ninety. Mm. This guy's the real deal. Yeah, one thirteen FIP to go along with a one forty six ERA. So it actually one forty six ERA even out of the bullpen is stellar. But uh, one sixteen FIP suggests that no, he was actually pitching even even better than what the surface numbers well, say. I was gonna just you know we love our plus numbers, and I don't want to look this up mostly because I imagine it'd be quite depressing. But how many members of the Red Sox bullpen last year do you think had positive ERA pluses? Whitlock, Schreiber. I mean, Hauk missed like a large amount of time, but it would be him. He probably had one. Oh, God. Let me see. Right. I would honestly, Strom, maybe. 
Yeah. Like a like a 105. Yeah. So anyone that threw more than 50 innings, you've got Schreiber, Hauk, Waka, Whitlock, Eovaldi, and Jake, I got we got one wild card in here. Who do you think it is? Oh god. They ERA plus over a hundred. They threw they threw more than fifty innings last year for us? He threw exactly fifty and two thirds. Oh, he did Jesus. not finish the season with the team. Oh, it's Deekman. I wrote about this. No. Wait. Oh, wait. Really? <laughs> I have no idea. Who is it? It's Salamora. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Actually, that makes. He's the most average relief pitcher there ever was. What was it? Was he? Was he? He's great on the road, or is he great at home? Yeah, he was great he's on like the road. He couldn't. He, no. He, yeah, he couldn't <laughs> pitch at Fenway. That's correct. <laughs> Deekman also had a 100 ERA plus, and I was baffled because I watched those innings. You know, I there's no way that man was a net nothing. I mean, he if was you knew here, game. there's maybe like five people ever that Jake has ever hated more than uh, Jake Deekman. <laughs> Jake Wallinger, not a fan of Jake Deekman. I'd say like, I mean, you're probably not a, a fan of Adolf Hitler. I would say you probably put him under Jake Deekman. But from there, it's it's kind of a toss up. It's close. It's close. close. Jake Diekman or Kanye West? (laughs) Well, speaking of, Fitz, do you want to introduce him? Yeah, well, I mean, you you can tell the man, you know, positively right here because he will be our first guest uh, over the monster for our SB Nation debut, Mr. Kanye West himself. Yep. Here to speak. Fresh off. Heim Bloom. Fresh off his his Alex Jones appearance. Uh, Also, if you knew here, we we like making fun of conservatives, too. So. It's a, it's a left-leaning podcast. It is. It is. <laughs> hey, um, this is like um, you go on Splash Mountain at Disney World or something like that, and has like gone. the last chance to exit your sign. Yeah, they're turning it into the uh, it's the, the it's uh, gone woke fits. Splash yes, Mountain. yeah, the, the woke moralists oh, no. have They've taken. To, it's yeah. gonna be a. They're gonna call it the Princess and the Frog ride. So this <laughs> it's your is last chance actual, to exit sign. Basically, this is an actual problem I have with the way Disney names rides now. They, they suck at naming rides now. <laughs> like they used to name rides like you know Thunder Mountain, Space Mountain, Splash Splash Mountain, fucking uh, what are other rides? Uh, Spaceship Earth. Spaceship, like catchy, you know. They they like two, off two the words, two words. Now Test they track. name they name shit that's there's like ten syllables in the name. Like Splash Mountain's name is, I think it's like <laughs> Princess Tiana's Bayou. I, it's it sucks. Yeah, Tiana's Tiana's Bayou Adventure. What are you? What is a little kid gonna say that? Like, hey, I want to go on Tiana's Bayou Adventure. That sounds terrible. They're gonna <laughs> as go as they're doing the, uh, the the soy face point behind them. Yeah, <laughs> I hate the way they're like Star Wars: Rise of the Resistance. Just name it. People know what IP they're looking at. You know, it's not. Anyway, Slinky welcome Dog to, Dash. Welcome to our Red Sox podcast. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, here's another thing you have to understand. Uh, topic of conversation could completely change. Just. In the matter of two seconds, it will. You're yeah, just gonna have to warning. deal with it. <laughs> I can already tell so many people like these guys fucking suck. Why do they bring them? On? <laughs> hey, you love it or hate it? No. So, if we get uh, some hate emails, we should put the we should we should put our email. I can't back wait to see own. the comments. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why were they talking about Splash Mountain at Disney World? <laughs> what was that all about? <laughs> um, but to. Uh, just to close up shop, the yeah, Chris, Chris Martin move, cool. great move. I, uh, I mean, literally anybody would have been a po- not literally anybody, but most decent players would have been a positive addition to the bullpen. Um, but he was probably, 
I mean, one of the top relief arms on the market, no? A free agent market? Yeah, outside of, you know, you don't count Diaz there because he got an extension, you know? But, yeah. Um, one of those guys, I mean, another one that you might see, uh, Taylor Rogers is a free agent too, right? Lefty, who was with uh, right. the Twins. Uh, he he kind of faltered towards the end of the year with San Diego, but he does seem like a guy who could maybe try to make a bid on, uh, get another lefty in the bullpen. Um uh, alongside Jolie, uh, it, it could be. Uh, I, I think that could be a good uh, buy low gambit uh, from one Hyam Bloom uh, to help bo- boost the bullpen up. That alongside Jolie and uh, now the lead singer of Chris Martin, um, I, I think that could be a, a good start to boosting the bullpen going forward. Depending on what you do with Whitlock and depending on what you do with Hulk going forward, uh, having those guys, um, I, I think, is no question an improvement for uh, part of the team that was very annoying last year. I think they had uh, Liam. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think it was like 67 blown saves last year. At least that's what it <laughs> felt like. Certainly felt like that. Yeah, you're you're, you're right there. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're ballparked it there. You know, that's yeah. kind of general understanding uh, as to how well, that went. It fits the well, best what, what thing we about- said we said a couple weeks ago, like if Ryan Brazier's throwing sixty innings for you, something went horribly wrong. Yeah, we could start looking yeah, at the draft class a- uh, after that, yeah. the twenty twenty four draft class, because <laughs> we're going to be on the clock. Do we first. have what pick ten? Or 12 or something? Somewhere in the middle. 15? Uh, uh, whatever. No, something uh, like the best thing about Chris Martin, fellas, and I, you know, I'm a, I'm a strong proponent of this, he walks no one. Yeah, yeah. that's what I love. He walked one love guy most. after he got traded to the Dodgers. It's probably why the peripherals love him so much. And, and I know that's only, you know, just under 25 innings there. So it's a smaller sample size, but it is indicative of the fact he does uh, limit the walks. You look over the last couple of years, I mean, in, in 2021, you know, le- you know, less than a walk uh, per nine innings. That's pretty damn good. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I've said this to you guys, but I would much rather watch a pitcher get shelled on hits. Than All right, I beg pardon. It was one, one point... One point two uh, walks per nine in twenty twenty one. As, as if that's horrible, you know yeah. what I mean. As if that's so um, much I'd, worse. I'd much rather watch a guy get hit to smithereens than him putting men on uh, with a base on balls. Nothing, nothing is more frustrating as a baseball fan than a pitcher with no command. I walks just exacerbate issues. You know, it, it's right. you know if your if your defense right. isn't up to snuff or if you're giving up dinky you know bat bippy kind of hits, uh, walks are only going to make things worse. That I wrote in the blog on um, over the monster. Uh, you go over there, overthemonster.com. Nice little plug there. But I wrote in the blog uh, this past week, the thing with Bayo that he needs to work on is the walks. Um, and, you know, his peripheral peripherals, just what, raw pitching wise, you look at his FIP, you look at things like that. Um, you know, he, he's got nasty stuff and he kind of got unlucky at times. You could, you could definitely point to that, but he also walks a ton of guys and that's only going to make uh, matters worse when you're on the mound. Uh, Chris Martin is almost the, you know, the exact opposite of that. If he's not going to be giving out free passes, attack the zone more and, uh, you know, just trust your defense to make plays if need be or, you know, just slice guys. That's always a good option too. I can't disagree there, Fitz. I can't yeah. disagree with anything. You so, so, so as of right now, the, the bullpen is, is what? Are we, if they don't add anybody else, are we going? I mean, they, it they ha- there's got to be another move. There, right? I mean, there's got to be. I mean, because. But sure, Liam, for, for your sake, for the sake of for the sake, for the sake of the, yeah, for the sake of the argument, like, I mean, Barnes looks good. I'm just saying, for the sake the of the argument. Yeah. <laughs> Barnes, uh, Martin. I guess Hulk's going to be there if we're going fully. Fully in on Whitlock and the rotation. I think Cutter Crawford's like going to surprise some people out of the pen. I saw that on the timeline recently. Oh, like well, Cutter and and Winkowski. Oh, Schreiber. I we guess, also have Schreiber. I, yep. Schreiber. Oh yeah. 
It's not that as bad right now. Arm, as long it's as his a, arm isn't um, barbecue chicken. Dude, it was it was <laughs> Barbecue crazy. chicken alert. They didn't shut him down like when they were 15 games out or whatever. Like, what yeah. What are you wasting bullets Kept for? running him out there. Yeah. Poor guy. But, hey, who else would it have been? For More that for that last place finish, baby. Glad I'm glad we did that. You know, one one more guy. Maybe it is Rogers or whoever it might be. Uh, you know, for the rest of the free agent class, uh, one more guy into that bullpen. I, I think I, I think I'd feel confident enough. Again, it can't get much worse than what it did. You know how it looked last year, with the exceptions of you know Whitlock and, and Schreiber, stuff like that. They they, they just dropped so many games. Um, you know, following bullpen collapses. So to boost it like that. Um, especially if it's, you know, a high upside kind of a play like a Rogers, we've seen what he's done historically. Um, I think that would, I think that would make a lot of sense going forward. Um, I, I think I might lead the, the parade for, uh, Nick Pavetta to the bullpen. Nick smooches him and him and yeah. Whitlock basically trade spots. I think that could be the move. I really do. He, I mean, guys, you, you watched that Tampa Bay game in the playoffs last year. You saw it with yeah, your eyes. Yeah, he was electric. Yep. He was electric. Two, he, or three, two or three innings at a time, Nick Bethetta can look like, like fucking Bob Gibson out of the ball. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Stop. Just give up, you know? Just let him, let him come out of the bed. <laughs> Just quit. Every good reliever, fellas, what do they say? Every good reliever is a failed starter. That's what they say. I've never heard that I would, phrase before. My, my, my only it's not really true as much now <laughs> when bullpens started to get good. But before like 2010, it was true. <laughs> my, my only counter is is that he he threw the most innings in the rotation last year. Mm. He made 33 starts. Nobody else other than Rich Hill made more than 25. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> really are so, in the That's the worst stat I've ever heard. Um, I mean, all right, like Liam. Liam, that's a good point. That's a good. That's point. my only counter. <laughs> uh, it's no, that's a good counter. Well, Liam's also the residential uh, pathetic guy here. That's I am. I, I love. We'll the, see. I'll address this in about a month after the winter meeting. In, in a perfect world, he's your number four starter. No, I'd say in a perfect world, he's five. Really. Even if he's giving you thirty two starts, he and innings? the second half last year. I mean, that's that's fair. He yeah. sucked. He's he's the, he's the new Nick. Or he's not. He is Nick. He is the, he's <laughs> the new Nick Pavetta, folks. <laughs> he is Nick Pavetta. Yeah, no, I trusted Rick. Big game, Rick. Attractive Frederick. Big game, Rick was throwing complete game one hitters against the Yankees, dude. That's true. I mean, Nick had Nick had. Um, a complete game this past year. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. Back when he was like on fire in May and June. Oh, in like May. Yeah. Yeah. yeah when he had like that nine, 10 start stretch where he was yeah. great. And then mm. nothing else mm. ever, ever good happened to him ever again. <laughs> well, uh, hmm. do we think Waka comes back? No. I think he. I think he might get a real hefty bag. I mean, if you get him, obviously, I think, at the right I think price, that's anyone. I think Nate's. I think Nate will be back. I do. I still think that. I think. I think if they lose Nate, they'll bring Walker back. I think the Rangers or somebody. I mean, they're clearly feeling themselves. I think they're going to give Walker like seventy million or something. Oh Jesus! Per he is only thirty. Per, <laughs> <He's only 30. laughs> per. <laughs> five years, seventy per. Yeah. <laughs> 
just giving out money left and right. Um, so moving moving on to more of the offensive stuff, we had some good news with the Chris Martin stuff, my elation there. Um, time for some sadder news. Uh, yeah. and, and, and Liam also as the residential uh, French. I mean, this is a f- pro Franchi Cordero podcast, not necessarily pro as in he's a God good player, him. but pro that we like him. God bless him. Yeah, he, he's um, he's going down to the uh, to the Chesapeake Bay area, Liam. He's gone. He's he, yeah, he's signed he's, with the Baltimore Orioles. I, I mean, I, I hope they just. I hope they don't um, just like stash him in Norfolk, like he like he was in Worcester here. Like I know, I know they want to compete this year. They signed Kyle Gibson, so like that that indicates that they're kind of serious. But like, I don't, I don't see the fit with Franchi there. Utah I mean, Street is in for a world of hurt, my friend. I mean, I in a, in my ideal world, he's he's breaking windows uh, on the eighth floor of the warehouse in Baltimore. But a lot of damage. Those five I, I home runs see. he's going to hit at Camden this season. I, don't see I mean, he um, might be he might be the guy, right, to hit the to hit the warehouse. Oh, for sure. He has that, that power. power. I mean, again, can I bet know. on that? <laughs> <laughs> Well, now with code uh, with code P O L, yes, you can with our new sponsor. Because with SB, no, no, just I'm joking there. Um, but now, yeah, I'm gonna miss him though. There's there's so much promise there still. I believe in him. The plate approach was vastly improved this year. It was just the the it was the hard result. to hard to be worse. The results weren't there, and the defense is much to be desired. But <laughs> oh god, dude, that again that that play um, in Tampa. Oh god. <laughs> but the tools are there. The tools are there. So he I'm does feel there. like a guy like like he'll be like fifty two years old. And be like, man, I'm telling you the raw uh, hit tool. It's so like the raw power. If he could just translate to that in game, he's got the wheels. You know, <laughs> qualifies for AARP. Like ah, I'm still holding out hope for him. If he gets a minor league contract somewhere, <laughs> maybe he makes he's play. Put it together. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's like thirty eight. <laughs> In more serious news, though, so long, Franchi. Thanks for the Grand Slam walk-off there. But um, Yeah, that was cool. The more Sunday, Franchi was the best hitter I've ever seen. It was a cool thing. Uh, what's he not cool Franchi, Franchi fresh off a call-up, was the best hitter I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> he hit, he, he like hit it in, a, in um, Williamsport. He That was the other home run he hit. Was that his last home run with us? Uh, it might have been. believe so. His swan song. Franchi sorely missed, of course, especially on this podcast. Another thing you don't like to see uh, regarding the, the franchise player who's been uh, the mainstay of your infield uh, for about 10 years. Some negative reports about one Xander Bogarts uh, came in from a beat reporter. But before we get into that, add time. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, welcome back. Hope you enjoyed those beautiful advertisements. 
Uh, get used to him, too, because, again, SB Nation, baby. Xander Bogarts. Uh, Xander Bogarts. We all love, they call him Xander Bogarts. We, we love him so much. Um, the, the saga continues. It, it feels like it's a complete roller coaster the last couple of days. You know, one minute he cuts off negotiations with the front office. The next second, the front office is saying, no, we actually have only spoken to Xander Bogarts and no other players. Uh, free agents or someone that we already have under contract. You name it. We've only been talking to Bogarts. Latest developments um, from Pete Abraham tweeted uh, this weekend as I'm stalling here to try to find the actual tweet news. Two sources say Xander Bogarts has been meeting in person with interested teams this weekend and that the Red Sox have not made a competitive offer. My question was, have they screwed this up? The answer was yes. Fixable, maybe, but not looking very good right now. So Fitz, I have a couple thoughts here, but we, we, we are recording about a Red Sox podcast. That's what we're here for. First and foremost, there has been no any nobody has said that another team has even made an offer for Xander. Which like not to defend the Red Sox because I am kind of pissed it's even at this point, but it doesn't at this juncture it doesn't make sense to bid against yourself. Um especially if the report is true that Xander said he would come back to them with whatever offer he gets. Which I think he would. I do I too. And it, so if if that's true, then I don't fault them for not racking cuz he's going he to wants to hear from other teams now. Yeah. You know, you're at this, you've made it this far. He's not going to go, "Oh, now okay, you know, I mean, you're going to hear out the Phillies or the the Cubs or whoever the, the Padres have been yeah. thrown out there as a potential so spot." So, if that's true, then I don't it's kind of a weird report and I uh but <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, it makes me it, nervous. It does. It, well, yes. It's all, it's all posturing. I'm just a worrier. That's why my friends call me Whiskers. <laughs> Anyone get that reference? No. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. SNL for those who wouldn't know. But the point is, yeah. It, it, again, and you you said it earlier too, there, Jake. And I think that's my big takeaway. I'm not exactly, you know, I'm not the first person to have thought this. Not even the first on this podcast, because again, you said it. But the fact that it's even at this point is exhausting. The entire saga at this point. If the team claims that Bogarts is the top priority. I think they would have done Well, I guess I don't know. I mean, you're right on the the uh, you know, betting against yourself kind of thing, but they're not I don't necessarily get the impression that they're really making Xander Bogarts the top priority like they say. You know, they they want to keep letting fans down, like let them down gently, easily. So, oh no, you know, he's yeah. still we're we're still in conversations with Xander Bogarts. Like he's our top priority. But also like it also you're also just getting the, the feeling that, you know, Heim Bloom said, Oh, you have to have contingency contingency plans in place, which yes, hundred percent. But if he really is this top, you know, priority like you're making it out to be, um it, you know the walking of the walk. I don't think is exactly matching the uh, the talking of the talk. If that makes any sense, uh, Liam, what say you uh, re- regarding this latest development in the uh, the ongoing Xander saga? I would say Heim has read the the famous book Art of the Deal. It's just, <laughs> it's just how how it's playing out. Um, I wrote like, it. No, like like Jake said, it's like you don't you don't want to you know bet against yourself and outbid yourself when we don't really know if there are any concrete offers out there. Um, so let him, let him meet with the Phillies. Let him meet with the Cubs. I'm sure they're going to meet with him at some point. Um, it's just, I, I think we're all just kind of like impatient and 
have PTSD from Lester and Mookie and potentially Devers. It's like you can't blame PTSD. anyone for that. I mean, it's been uh, yeah, the, the amount of times we've seen but, this song and dance. Yeah, it's, I'd, I'd, so where I'm at with this is once he was not signed on opening or no, no, that was only Devers that wouldn't talk during the season. Right. Or was it both? I don't, I don't think Xander talked to him during the season. Okay. So sir, once he wasn't signed on opening day, it would, it would be not smart of really Xander or the Red Sox to not let Xander speak to other teams after that point, because, and this is important. There are two and maybe three, depending on how you feel about Dansby, like, extremely good shortstops that are not Xander Bogarts that are also available. So with something like Edwin Diaz with the Mets, who he was, he's so clear of every other reliever. They were fine with blowing his blowing him out of the water with an offer before he could talk to other teams because it's like, well, we're not getting better than within this, you know, it, it doesn't matter with Xander. Like say you don't want to be dumb and offer him a gross overpay. And then two months later, learn that Correa or Turner are making similar money or less money. Like you don't, you at this point, it behooves everybody to let people talk. And I, and I think I, I get what you mean there, Jake. And I think that does make uh, it, I think that does make sense to to a point to an extent. But on the flip side of that, you don't want to be caught with your pants down. You keep saying, "Oh, Xander is you know no, he's priority true, number yeah. one." Uh, and I understand a lot of these things kind of work in the background. They could have a massive offer on the table for Trey Turner right now, as far as I know, just to give an example. Um, but but with that, if you do miss out on Bogarts, and then the ship has sailed on a Correa or Turner or Swanson, like you don't want to at the end of the day roll out Jonathan Villar as your starting shortstop <laughs> because you tried to you tried to push this a little too far and it fell off of the edge, Wiley Coyote style. Um, at some point, you know, yeah, you don't want to bid against yourself. True, but for a guy who's been a franchise staple, and this is a little bit more sentimental than you know just pure facts, you know, facts on the field, facts don't care about your feelings uh, sort of deal. But for a guy who's been a mainstay of the organization, basically you're for, for all intents and purposes, your captain. Um, if you have to spend up a little bit for that, I'm fine with it. If it secures that production out of that uh, shortstop position um, going forward, especially if you lock up Devers, the left side of your infield. Um, if you miss out on Bogarts, it is a matter of, okay, well, better hope those contingency plans pan out because if you mess out on Correa, then you mess out on Swanson, you mess out on Turner. What's, what's the call? Uh, Cause you know, shift Trevor story who, who can't throw as hard as he used to over a barbecue chicken alert. Yeah. Barbecue. Yeah. With that as good of a fielder as he is, you know, he has good range over there in the middle infield. Um, It's from what we've seen, it's just the, you know, the arm isn't uh, the arm isn't all the way there yet. And and that's uh, just from a defensive standpoint, offensively, Bogarts is as consistent as they come. How are you going to, you know, fill that hole in the lineup? Um, you know that that that's what makes me wary about all of this. You, you don't want to push your luck yeah, too Xander, far on that. The Xander thing comes down, and and if we're putting emotions aside, of course, because that's a whole other thing with this. But Jakey Shapiro, the <laughs> yeah facts. We're talking about facts here, folks. <laughs> the Xander thing comes down to if you let him leave, and you don't get one of the other big three 
it is what a disaster. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's my point, right? Yeah. And again, you, you don't want you never and want that, to that bet is completely ignoring what he means on a per, like on a personal le- like as your right de facto captain and shit. But if you put that aside, like I'm saying, you got to get one of the four, inclu- which includes him. And that's where we're at right now, folks. Yeah, it's true. Bobby Dahlbeck, opening day shortstop. God, don't even you heard it here. Don't don't even you you've spoken into existence now. <laughs> God damn it! They're gonna try it. They've tried it everywhere gonna, else, like besides catcher. No, he played short. He played short. Yeah, right. That's what I mean. So they'll do it full time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh. oh, what's man. that? What's the video of the um, the Cardinals middle infielder at at City Field where he? He like whips it over to first without looking, and it hits the umpire. <laughs> yeah, that's that. That would be Trevor's story over there. Well, we tweeted the out the fifty cent first pitch from the yeah, like yeah. throwing the story, lobbing grenades over to first base. Yeah, and again, and again, you never want to outbid yourself. You're right, Jake. But again, it just it, it does make me worry that they better cover their ass if Xander does end up uh, going to the city of brotherly love or San Diego or wherever it might be. Arizona was thrown out there a couple days yeah. ago, I think as a potential destination, um, which I don't, doesn't make sense to me, but anyways, um, Liam, I will say Jake's, Jake's, Jake's thoughts have, uh, I feel like this has been a good, good like therapy session for everyone that was like freaking out today. Just like, yeah. I think they're I think they're playing it the right way as of right now. It's just we're impatient. Yeah, the, the problem all. is everything before right now. Like yeah. this in a vacuum like, is the correct way to it, handle is this. The way to, is the way to play it, yeah. Yeah. You just don't want it to be the you know, the the Tom putting the shotgun through the hole, and then it comes back up, you know what I mean? He's trying to shoot Jerry in the in the mouse hole, but then it loops around and you know, it's gonna blast his face off. You just don't you don't want it to backfire, basically. Sure. Um Jeter Liam. Downs opening day shorts out. Right. <laughs> That's enough. Stop do, do you you keep doing this. Why why are you doing this? Why are you speaking these things into existence? Yeah, we got we got we got options. Those are those are our contingencies. <laughs> God spare time keeps talking about you brought up into our group chat, Liam, as if anyone else who is listening to this was in the group chat. But you brought up uh, an article from The Athletic. We like to talk about these things sometimes, especially when it, it, it's the off season. This is the time to do it. Some trade ideas proposed uh, regarding the Boston Red Sox by The Athletic. Uh, there's a list of about five of them or so. Yeah, I, I got I've got the article here. I mean, we could just go down the line. Do we want, I was going to say, do we, we could either go down the line or like pick out like one or two of them that you want to talk about. Ones that really uh, jumped jumped out to you, Liam. You've jumped only got twenty me. minutes. Yeah, I only got twenty minutes. I got a I got a group project call Jesus at seven. Fucking, fucking school. My last week of school though. So all right. Well, let's blow so through these that. and then we'll get into our. Uh, Oh, knives out. Yeah. Um, okay. So here, uh, here I'll tell you the ones that moved me the most was obviously we, we already mentioned him today, Sean Murphy at the beginning. Um, the, the proposal here is, is Raffaella, the outfielder, Nick York and Bobby Dahlbeck. Like, I, I mean, would I that. would do that. I would do that in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, that's the athletics silly. would never do that. The athletics no. would never do that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sure they'd be happy with Raffaella and York. But like, why would they? Why would they want Bobby Dahlbeck? I mean, maybe you know you do. You have to get rid of Dahlbeck this offseason, probably just as far as like roster management. Um, <laughs> because well, right? 
uh, he's got to go somewhere. So maybe he's you're throwing him in, but I yeah, I don't know. Why I think I think, I think it's I think it takes more to get him than that. I think you got to throw in Wong or Hernandez. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Maybe like Mata. I would do like. <sighs> no, I, I mean, agree though. I, I that 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 seems like a a preposterous underpay that that proposed one. Yeah. And then the other one we can talk about since he requested a trade the other guy, oh, yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, um, yeah this is the, the real oh, – I need him in left – the idea of him in left field, I'm barking directly at it. The, My goodness. The, you know, the, uh, the proposed trade is Mata, Raffaella, and John Schreiber. I still think it takes more to get him than that. guy wrote this? It's um I don't want to put anyone on blast. It was yeah, it no. was a it was a Red Sox beat writer and a and a um they did the piece with like the corresponding other teams beat writer. Oh, really? So like the Pittsburgh beat writer Gosh. gave his thoughts. Uh an all star caliber player thoughts. with team control through I believe twenty twenty six. On a re- no, that would absolutely take more. Yeah, that's I mean, if that is the deal, I love Schreiber. Listen, Schreiber has been a re- revelation. Yeah, I'll drive him you're, to Logan. You're going to love pierogies <laughs> in Pittsburgh, man. You're going to absolutely love it. You're going to go to Steelers they games. Race. You're going to wave the terrible towels. <laughs> what was that, Liam? I said the pierogies. They even race like during the game. That's, they most certainly do. The pierogi races. No, but uh, 1,000% yes to that trade. Are you, are you kidding me? For Brian Reynolds, yeah, like- put him in left. Get Mitch Hanniger to DH. We'll see in the World Series fans. <laughs> like they're, yeah. they're they're great trades for the Red Sox, but um, <laughs> they folks, certainly folks, are. Folks, it takes two to tango. It um, does. So here's here's one more. Here's the la- here's the last one I'll I'll mention just because I found it interesting. It's one I don't think anyone has brought up or even mentioned these guys, but Griffin Jacks, reliever from Minnesota, and Max Kepler for McGuire and Seabold. Hmm. I think it's a fascinating trade because you get a good reliever and you get a semi-controllable outfielder. But I Who has shown like, flashes of being a pretty damn good player. He's right, got like a lot he, of Kepler sure was worth 30. Kepler sure was, was worth two war last year, right? That's a good um, And I wasn't familiar with Griffin Jacks until reading this article. Kepler is not controllable, um, by the way. Oh, he's not. So maybe that's no. why the offer is, is just McGuire and Seabold. Yeah, he, he's a free agent um, after this year. As a team option, I would, I would, do, I mean, I'm mostly interested in, in just what, like, I mean, you, you, we, you we do that, relievers. you're 100% unless you made the Sean Murphy trade, you're 100% saying, okay, Connor Wong is the starting catcher, which, right, you know, or you, or you could side Baz. I don't, I don't know, I don't see that happening. Bring him, bring him home. Yeah, I just people keep bringing it up. I just, no, I don't think it's, it's not happening. happening. Not happening. Yeah. Be fun God if it happened, him. but I don't think it's going to. God bless him. What do you, what do you think it actually would take for Brian Reynolds? Because again, multiple years of team control, arbitration. Um, again, damn good player. His defensive metrics didn't look great per Safat. I think it was like a, a, a negative ten outs above average. He's, he's not very good year. in center field, but he's consistent. Like he he also he was good the year before that. I think he had like a seven outs above average. But even if you you, you put him in left, I know it's a different left field at, at Fenway. I don't know if you've ever heard of the uh, the monster or anything that's over the monster. But I I, I still think that would be. I mean, the one that they proposed was a no fucking brainer for Brian Reynolds. No brainer. I think it's got to start with uh, Miguel. If you're not going to pull from the big three, 
Well, it's re- well, Bayo's not even a prospect anymore, technically. But yeah, ba- Bayo's part of your rotation. I don't think you can give him up in that. Casas you is your Cassis. first baseman. Can't yeah. give him up. And then Marcelo. Uh, I mean, if you wanted to, Reynolds flip him, is not the player. I'm tra- I, yeah. I would, yeah, I would need yeah, even more control. You need. Then. You need a uh, mayor like. It, I'm not saying he'd be in a deal for like a Shohei Otani, but like sort of like an end gamey sort of a player, someone right, like a like, tier or two above of a Brian. Yeah, like you, like we are, we are winning the World Series now. <laughs> like this is the yeah. last piece kind of thing. Yes, like, Brian Reynolds, great. I'm sure he, he's a great player. He's not very bad. good player, but yeah, but that he would not. Yeah. Put so, his, so yeah. with that in mind, I would say pick. And, and if you did, if you did After give up Mayor for. Uh, for Reynolds, which I don't then think you should do, then, then you should sure ask for David better. Bednar as well. Like Bednar should be in that discussion. If you're going to put Marcelo on the table, if you're going to put them there, you have to you have to at least you know get a little bit more juice out of that squeeze. If you're going to give up Meyer, yeah, I agree. yeah. No. I was I was going to say that like if if you're throwing Meyer in there, then you you sure as hell better get one of the shortstops on the market. Yes. Oh well, yeah. Yeah, like, like that's another. It's just like it's just waiting for these pieces to come together. Um, I think I think a lot's going to happen over the course of like the next three days. I'm excited, we'll have, which, which is why we're nervous on Sunday. Emer- for- <laughs> emergency pod. Yeah, we'll rip an emergency. We can do that. Yeah, yeah, big so. time. If you know, right. an extension happens. So now we have a little fun thing. Yeah, this is the this is the fun stuff. We talk baseball on this show, but uh, we we do a little fun stuff too. It's not all business all the time on Pod on Land Sound. If this is your first Free one, reform. Oh, oh, uh, skibbity bobbin bobbin that up. Skibbity. It appears Oakland is close to a trade, but the Braves are not going to be the acquiring team. Mystery the team. Car- the oh, Cardinals, oh. Rays, Guardians, and Red Sox Ooh. are the teams that have been connected to Murphy. <laughs> If this happens before midnight, if it does, we got to come back on to do like a like an (laughs) epilogue, right? (laughs) Yeah, an extra, you know, a a tag on there. Um, Yeah, you got to you got to drop that project call, Liam. If if this does go through, I know. I'm like, guys, sorry. All right, well, let's have some fun because that's not actually real. Nothing actually happened. Jake, this was your this idea that I was out there, right? No, this was Liam's idea. This was Liam. I beg, beg pardon. Liam came up with this was idea. It? Yeah. I th- it was a joint effort. Or maybe it was me. I don't know. It was, it was you, the joke. listener. The girl, <laughs> really is, the girl listening right now. Um, <laughs> shall, I, shall I explain, Fitz, as the resident film guy? Yeah. Yes. Take it away. Okay, so uh, recently in theaters premiered Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery, which is a sequel to Knives Out uh, from a few years back, starring Daniel Craig as Detective Benoit Blanc. And sort of the trademark of these films, or one of them, is kind of a fun, eccentric cast of uh, A-list actor, you know, big, big stars. And we thought it would be fun if we made our own Knives Out mystery um, with people from Red Sox and Red Sox adjacent. Past, present, and future. Yeah, like just kind of Red Sox characters uh, of the last whatever. The Red Sox cinematic universe. Yeah, so <laughs> we each got four, which is I think there's like ten to eleven people in in a Knives Out movie, so that that works. Um, and do you want to go one at a time? I think that's probably the best. Yeah, one yeah, at a time. Okay, who wants to lead off? I, I I cannot risk this one not being there because this okay. is the crux of the movie. 
Uh, Smiley has to be in it, of course. <laughs> okay, yeah. That's and here's, I here's I the thing. Him. Ryan, two things because of this. One, the, the Knives Out movies all kind of have like a social commentary. Uh, they do, yeah. It. And, and again, it kind of, it's anti-right-leaning sort of, you know, on, on both of them. <laughs> um, our, our whole bit is that Smiley was uh, an insurrectionist there on January 6th. Smiley is, uh, is mega or mega adjacent. However among, we feel among, that day. Among other characters. <laughs> so he's one there. And then two, you need someone who did it. I'm just uh, uh, spoiling oh, right are away. You picking the murderer right now. Smiley killed him. A hundred percent. Smiley oh, did it. Wait, but I. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, one of my. I, okay. Sure. Smiley. Smiley. How about we all put someone together who who we think did it? I think Smiley okay. did it. Smiley's our first cast member. Liam, you want to go next? Oh, oh, oh! First one for me. Sure. Um, Heidi Watney. Oh, that's uh, good. Well, you need a lady. You need a yes. lady in the house or whatever. Yeah, I mean the the other picks will will explain why she's there, but it oh. adds it adds like B C tier plots. To the okay, we're, levels to this. We're really putting it together. If we're really putting it together. Okay, great. Um, so uh, who do I want to lead? Okay, so mine. So a but a couple might have like caveats. Like it's a person, but it, there's a specific. Well, I'll explain myself. So I want Theo Epstein in the house. But he's in the gorilla suit. (laughs) And you could even play it. You could even play it as maybe a reveal. Like he takes off the suit at the end of, or he takes off the mask at the end of the movie. It's like, oh, it's Theo Epstein, GM of the Red Sox um, in the mid 2000s. So, or, or, or you, or he could take the, but he's in the suit for the majority of the film is the important part. I think Brazier has to be in there as a red herring. <laughs> right from the get-go, you think all signs originally are pointing to Brian Brazier being the uh, the man who did the crime, but then Benoit Blanc starts to unravel a little, little bit that uh, and then exonerates him. Uh, but just for Ryan Brazier to get a little the uh, the, the poo poo early on in the movie, um, I, I think that's a layup. Okay, sure, I like that fits. All right, so uh, next one for me, Nick Green. <laughs> Nick Green. <Okay. laughs> yep. <laughs> What are the levels of this? <laughs> there are levels. Uh, sure. Um, okay. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know what to say for Nick Green. Yeah, I, I don't have anything for that. Well, no, I don't no, have anything for that. <laughs> once I once I add the third final member to this. Okay. All okay. Right. Uh, sure. Um, my okay. Um, my next one. <laughs> my next one is. <clears throat> Nelson, the guy that the little guy that was in the two oh, Pedro's little friend. Yeah, Pedro's little friend. What Nelson. I say? <laughs> Nelson. Um I just think he'd be a blast to have he's actually passed away, so rest in peace, Nelson. Yes, mate. Rest um, in peace, King. But maybe 100%. CGI Nelson we could do? I'm not sure. But uh Nelson Keep I'd like to be de aged Nelson. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like well he's dead, so <laughs> how many but, how many um, are we getting here? We get four? Yeah. Okay. All right. So I got I got two more, which is perfect. Yeah. Uh, Smiley needs a MacGuffin, like 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 to be, like send it to. I don't know if I used MacGuffin correctly, Jake. You did. Uh, he you did not. He needs. <laughs> well, wait, wait, then he needs Chekhov's. He needs Chekhov's gun. This actually works okay. perfectly. Um, JD Martinez loves his guns, so he <laughs> brings out the guns there. That's uh, that's what Ooh. happens. Oh uh, shit. Okay, I have to change one of mine then. Ah. So 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 your yours is JD Martinez with guns. Yes, yeah, that, that, okay, that's, so, that's off the so that's, I, a, that's how Smiley kills him. He he, he finds one of the JDs. Guys. Okay, so I was I actually had Jonathan Papelbon with a hunting rifle. That was one of my. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, 
Maybe both. We can have both. Maybe both. Yeah. Maybe he goes out guns blazing with both of them. Maybe he he does the fire, you know, the the hunting rifle from the hip. Maybe he's okay. just completely guns blazing. Yeah. All right, Liam. You. Uh, next up, and to to complete my trio of of characters here, uh, Jason Baratek. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, brother. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, it's actually funny. Hold that thought on my fourth one. <laughs> um, okay, so this is my last one because Papelbon was one of mine. Um, Fitz, this actually, this is why I'm not sold on Smiley being the killer. Mm-hmm. Could he <laughs> perhaps he's escaped? <laughs> try try again. Ah <laughs> uh, fuck. I don't have a spare one. That was it. Think of think think of someone. Just someone. Alright, well Fitz, you do yours. I have to jump in there, you know what? I might as well just jump in with it. Uh because you mentioned Jason Veritek, Liam. Mm-hmm. Catherine Veritek just seems like someone who's just going to light off the the, uh, the powder keg in the movie. That, oh. that will, She will light the uh, proverbial fuse and everyone starts at- accusing one another. She starts yelling at Benoit Blanc. Love Catherine Veritek, but she's very punchy on Twitter. And another thing that Ryan Johnson likes to do, he likes to incorporate like you know, the social media aspect of everything like that. That, that seems like a natural fit. Yeah, I like, she's a she's a good fit with uh, my love triangle of, of Veritek, Watney, and, and Nick Green. Do you guys know that story? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes, Liam. I mean for for any of the listeners that aren't aware, um, during the 2009 season, Veritek and Nick Green, I guess they got in like a scuffle in the clubhouse, like punches were thrown, um, because I guess Veritek was was seeing Heidi Watney. Or at least thought he was, and I don't know if Nick Green like made a move or actually like took her out one night, but that didn't sit well. Um, so yeah, they're they're my three. That's my that's my love triangle for the film. Um, <laughs> and I guess I guess the cat is there makes make, makes it even better. Yeah, again, it, it could set off a whole thing. Maybe that maybe Smiley comes in and, and cleans up what you know the fallout of that trauma. There, who who's to say? Who, who's getting popped? You know what? No, Jake. Who, who's who's getting who's getting whacked here? Well, no. Um, Is it Wally? Is it Smiley? No, no, no. no I do, I, I've come I, around. I I've more. got my I've got my sub. Oh. Um, I would like it to be the the Malden resident who found the 2018 division champions banner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that uh, he's he's in. That's my guy. Thought, Actually, I he should he die as well. I think. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just a guy. <laughs> no, I know, but I think because it's like, oh, you know, that's the regular guy, it'd be, it'd be very effective, I think. I, I Nothing against the say, guy. I thought you were going to say the it's guy. It's a fictional that, movie. Um, the guy that climbed the green monster. And oh, fuck, that's a good one, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that guy's for sure, like, institutionalized. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is Alan Webster jersey. Yeah, he. that um, man is in a, in a padded room somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> we, we should iron out the plot here. here. If we he's not, we should we should get that guy on here. Yeah, uh, one, on one more for me, who who has no relation to any other other parties that we've named thus far. Um, Tessie, Tessie will be there. Tessie, yeah. Le- lefty and righty have to be in there too. I was going to do lefty and righty if we could pick five, but you know, mm. Jake Jake hammered us with four. Well, yeah. the, the movie hand, gets loaded. You go me. more than the movie That's gets true. bloated. You go bigger than that. But you I can have two stars out of a cast. 
I need I need um, those subplots. Okay, great. I think this is really solid. Yeah, we wait, have to, so we have a lot to iron out for the plot, but I think we yeah. got something there. But recap. Wait, wait. So everybody just wrap okay. It I'll up read it off. Ready? Fuck. So we have Smiley. We have Heidi Watney. We have. Should make a poster for this. We, oh, yeah, I was thinking. The same thing. We have Theo <laughs> Epstein, but he's in the gorilla suit the whole movie. Ryan Brazier, Nick Green, Nelson, JD Martinez with guns. Excuse me. Jonathan Papelbon with guns. Jason and Catherine Veritek. And the guy from Malden who found the uh, 2018 <laughs> Division Champions banner. <laughs> What's it for the World Series banner? Well, obviously, it didn't happen at that point, you know, or the the pennant is no, just the the white. Hey, we won the AL East pennant. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Let them keep That's it. Right. I don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we're just collecting dust in a warehouse somewhere, probably. So, yeah. Uh, all right, that gonna do it. I think that so fits. I think that's gonna do it. Our, our first official affiliated episode, potentially right. the last. Yeah, first <laughs> grand opening, grand closing. <laughs> well, if this is it, we thank you for joining us uh, for uh, on this journey we call Pod on Lansdowne. So for Jake, for Liam, I'm Fitz. You've been you. Thank you very much for listening again to this first SB Nation affiliated edition of Pod on Lansdowne. We will talk to you later this week or later uh, next week or maybe later this week if there's an emer- emergency you know situation that develops Who- who's to say i can't read the feature neither can you uh but until we talk to you take care and go socks go socks season, have fun, and knowing that better times are ahead for the Baltimore Orioles.